0: This is Lady Tiffany Ma. Welcome to Tiffany's Epiphanies, y'all. I know you guys miss me and wonder why I went and I was supposed to talk to you guys about Kimmy. Okay, but what happened was the skies were unclear and I could not upload my stuff to my other podcasts. So that kept me from doing anything on this platform. But I hope you guys are having a lovely Saturday. I'm going to give a happy birthday to my baby cousin Skylar. She turned 14 today. I can't believe she's a teenager. I'm still reminiscing about me being a teenager. Oh my goodness. <laughs> anyway, I hope you guys are having a beautiful saturday i don't normally podcast or do anything on saturday but i had to make up for the fact that i couldn't upload not one damn thing on wednesday thursday and if friday i finally was able to upload so hope you guys are having a lovely day i know i said i was going to come in here and talk about um kenny and the, how the pandemic uh, made agoraphobia worse for people but before we go in and talk about that, I want to talk about a few things. Um, I want to talk about a statement I made recently about Uber drivers. <sighs> I was being very complimentary to Uber drivers. And I told y'all I had some amazing Uber drivers who were watching out for me, had my back, Was arguing with the manager to make sure I got some fresh nachos, honey. Which, by the way, I found some new nachos at Crave at Little Five Point. They're lit. I just wasn't expecting them to use Doritos. But those nachos were good. I wish I had those on Super Bowl Sunday because y'all know I've been in my feelings about not having my nachos on Super Bowl Sunday. Anyway, I want to talk a little bit about what happened to me today because I'm kind of running a little late. Granted, I didn't wake up until about 11.50. I normally wake up at about 9.30 to the clock. Um, so today I ordered from Uber Eats and I ordered from Mod's Pizza, okay? Mod's Pizza over there off North Decatur Road in a little shopping center with Sprouts, tropical cafe um you know where it's at you over there off north decatur road okay so i ordered me a pizza it was basically a cheese pizza with jalapeno peppers um onions um red pepper and um olives and i had my no-name cake you know because they no-name cake is popping. So, I ordered it first, and the lady had delivered food to everybody's place but mine, okay? She had picked up several different orders, and she delivered all the food to everybody's place but mine, okay? So, as soon as she get to me, and it says she's on her way to coming here near me, all of a sudden, I get a... Your order was canceled by courier. I'm like, okay, this is different. Now, let me tell you this. I kind of made some judgments on this person simply because she was wearing a bonnet in her picture, okay? You take a picture for Uber, you don't take a picture with a bonnet on, okay? I know some of you guys are part of the bonnet culture, and y'all believe it's okay to walk around looking like a damn hood rat with a bonnet on in public. But it's not okay, all right? It's too many black women who fought for you to be sitting where you went for your stupid ass to be sitting up here with a bonnet on looking like a ghetto hood rat baby mama. So I see this picture of this woman in a bonnet and immediately I thought, I mean, you know, if I don't give a damn was a person, it would be her. Clearly. So I picture her. No, for a fact. That she was, I don't give a damn, impersonated. <laughs> I was like, let me tell you something. I don't care what this lady has to say. I don't care if she sit there and say one thing. I will tell you this. She was the queen of I don't give a damn projects. Okay. I looked at her, I was like, clearly, you don't give a damn. You don't give a damn what Uber thinking about you with a bonnet on your damn head. You didn't care. You didn't put a stitch of makeup on. You didn't try to find the right lighting. You just took a picture in your PJs and just posted on Instagram to be a driver. Okay. I thought this, but regardless of me thinking this in the back of my head, I'm like, she's still gonna do her job because you know she needs the money. Or so I thought she needed the money. Unfortunately, she did not bring me my food. So she canceled it and had to reorder my pizza for Maude. With my two cakes. You know, I try, I give people the benefit of the doubt so many times, even though I sniff people out and how they are and how they act. Like, I'm going to be honest with you. I know how you are. I know your personality before you tell me. I just want to see what kind of bullshit you're going to try to pull on me. I do. I want to see if you're going to try to pull some BS on me. Like, if, you, if you're if going to pull some BS on me, just let me know. I'm okay with that, okay? But y'all don't let people know. You just pull the BS. I may look stupid. I may seem stupid. I may have been called dumb before. But the one thing I'm not is dumb. I play dumb just to see if you're going to play me as stupid. And a lot of y'all really think that this character I'm playing is stupid. Y'all think I was born last week and I fell off a turnip truck yesterday. I have so much brain damage to where I don't know if right is right and wrong is wrong. I'm just a freaking idiot. I'm completely Amelia Bedelia. But what irks me is when you prove to me that you're trash. Granted, I have called you out and said that you were trash on several different occasions. This woman looked like trash in her picture. That was the warning I got before she delivered my food. Why did I just cancel my order then? Because I like giving people the benefit of the doubt. Now, she canceled, or she was the one that canceled the order. Okay? Okay. Now, I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt again that she could possibly have gotten into a car wreck because people in this area don't respect their ancestor, Garrett Morgan, who invented the stoplight, this light signal. And y'all think it's totally cool to run a red light? That happened to me when I was going to freaking Walgreens and somebody thought it was okay to run. A red light. Thank God I have common sense. It wasn't in the rush, and Walgreens was like five seconds away from the house. Now I can't give her that because I ain't gonna sit here like I didn't get into a cold, whole, co whole car accident last year just because. She could possibly got into a car accident. However, because I have established and have come to conclusion that it next to the definition of a person of I don't give a damn, it would be this woman's picture. I'm pretty sure she canceled the order just so she could eat my order. That was stupid. You see, y'all talk about how these kids get ideas from looking at social media. Y'all grandmas be getting ideas from social media too, okay? Some people can't handle smelling food in the car. So in the process of handling food in the car, she's like, I'm hungry. I want something to eat because I have done Uber. I told y'all, I used to do Uber. I've done Uber and I've done Postmates before. And I remember doing Uber and Postmates, people's food was smelling good. Now, never did I ever eat their food. Unless they cancel the order. And sometimes they cancel the order. Now I'm left with the food. But in her case, she got some ideas from looking at social media. Now understand, Uber Eats will fire you. I still technically work for Postmates. (laughs) I have yet got my termination papers from Postmates. Okay. Uber Eats will fire you. I told y'all the story about how Uber fired me before we went on lockdown. Um, two years ago, Uber did that. Okay. Y'all, like I said, y'all act like kids are the only ones that are impressionable. I think some of you grandmas are impressionable too, because this lady clearly like she was somebody's grandma. She done said and watched some stories. She didn't like what I tipped her. And she made the decision right then and there since she said she only get tipped five dollars and some cents that she was gonna eat my food. Well, good luck with that. Because you didn't get that tip. You didn't get that money. $5 is better than nothing. And sometimes I would do Postmates and Uber and they would not give me not one damn dime. But that didn't mean you go and eat somebody's food that you're carrying. That's wrong. But you know what? Ain't my grandma ain't my problem. I'm just saying, you know, I'm going to talk. I'm going to say this. To Uber, to everybody that works at Uber, to CEOs, be suspicious of people in bonnets in their picture. That's all I'm going to say. Be very suspicious of people with bonnets in that picture. Okay. I don't trust a black woman who don't give a damn that bad. I'm sorry. Yes, I'm a black woman, and I can say that. (laughs) If she middle aged, if she in public with a bunny on, now head scarf is different. But she in public with a bunny on, I don't trust her as far as I can see her. She don't care. She has nothing to lose. It's up and stuck with you. You tell she did something wrong, she gonna cuss you out. She tell you, you in the wrong, she gonna cuss you out. Either way, you gonna get cussed out with shawty in the body. Cause she does not care. Okay. Word to the wise. <laughs> so, that's what happened today. Y'all like, why are you so hype? I'm, I'm probably hype off the no-name cake. They had a strawberry one, y'all. It was so good. They don't serve the strawberry one no more, but that chocolate one, it's basically a ding dong, except for it's softer, but it's really good. I want to thank Mod's Pizza for the delicious, and I got to also appreciate the fact that they had to remake my order. I appreciate that y'all did remake my order, and it was fresh, and it was good, and I appreciate that. But that no-name cake is everything I was hoping for and everything that I dreamed. I should have ordered mod last Super Bowl Sunday because if I wasn't going to get no damn nachos, I should at least got my two no-name cakes. With that being said, I hope everybody get their food the way they want it this weekend. Um... This week has been a lesson within itself. Um, I just know that I know when I'm PMSing. Because the little stuff people do irritates the hell out of me. It'll be small stuff, like smacking or something. And it's like, how you gonna be mad at somebody for smacking when you smack too? Like, what a first burger? Like, you smack too, you idiot. Yeah, I smack my food, but why is it irritate me when the next person do it? That's what kind of energy we on right now. I don't know why people mess me up like this when I'm this close to my little monthly friend, especially when it comes to food, cause I be starving like Marvin. And I, I will bite your head off if you let me, (laughs) if I wasn't raised with morals and values and a fear of going to hell, I will bite your head off because I'm hungry. (laughs) So that's why I'm so big on my food and 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 stuff like that i'm also big on my drinks it came a time where i used to order drinks and there would be hair on my cup or something girl the struggle is real but that's all i kind of struggle with because you know like i said i realized little small stuff be irritating me and i just let it go um you know a lot of times when you want to confront the person about the issue that you have they're just low-key just not worth it they're just not. Let them go and be miserable, okay? Let them have that little misery of a life they got. That's how I see it. So, today, we're going to talk about the movie I watched, well, a week ago, which was Kimmy. Um, but, y'all you know, I watched several different movies in between that. Like, last night, I watched The King's Man, um... All those things. We're not gonna talk about every movie I watch, but I want to talk about Kimmy because it brought up a lot of things that need to be talked about. It brought up mental health. Um, it also brought up uh, your little at-home technical friends. Um, you know who they are: Siri, Google Home, all them homies. You know that you have. I'll be honest, before I came on here, Google came on twice. I mean, three times. And it came on one time while I was watching the movie Kimmy. And I was like, okay, excuse you. I did not command in to do nothing. But today we're gonna be specifically talking about, I'm gonna do a two-parter. The first part is going to be about agoraphobia, social anxiety, and pandemics and how this whole situation has really messed a lot of people up especially somebody like me I'm I'm I have social anxiety so I'm speaking from a social anxiety standpoint of that this pandemic sucks and I'm a germaphobe um so I want to talk about the movie Kimmy I'm not going to go through the whole movie because the whole last 30 minutes of it starts to make me question some things. Um, we're just going to talk about the focal point, which is um, that it's based off a character who has severe agoraphobia and possible social anxiety. So we're going to talk about Kenny for a minute. Um, first thing first, I love the fact that Zoe Kravitz had blue hair. Anybody knows me know that I dyed my hair blue Five, six years ago? I think it was six years ago. Was it six years ago? Yeah, it was six years ago. Um, I dyed my hair blue. And it was crazy because I told people I didn't dye it because I was going through emotional trauma. I was. But once again, I dyed it blue because blue is my signature color, which I found out spiritually why blue is my spiritual color now. It makes so much sense to me, um, especially after I talked to a friend that was a spiritual advisor. Um... that right there tells you something about somebody, you know, anytime when somebody does do something like that in hair, um, it's a low key cry for help point blank period. Um, I know blue is a festive color. I know everybody wants to think that people who dye their hair, their color, it, you know, nothing's wrong with them. But a lot of times when you do stuff like that, it's because you're going through in a certain type of emotion. Um, and blue. When it comes to chakras, I don't know if y'all you know know how to you know talk about chakras, but in the certain colors of chakras, you have different color chakras. Okay, the crown chakra is white. The lowest chakra is the sacral chakra, and the color is red. Okay, this is just basic information. Um, blue signifies you having a hard time it signifies your voice your speaking voice and needs to be heard and it was crazy to me because my signature color has always been sapphire blue which is the throat chakra sapphire blue has been my signature color i even developed a pop star around my sapphire blue energy in essence and in this movie you will see that the lead character angela she has a hard time expressing herself emotionally which has to do with the throat chakra i have a hard time expressing myself sometimes emotionally mostly because people have kind of barred me from expressing myself it's always been like, you know, it's not okay for you to joke or talk crap or, or anything like that. When that's just part of my coping mechanism of dealing with traumatic situations. You know, so I have a hard time expressing myself properly because I have not been allowed to express myself properly. And you can see that this is an issue with Angela in the movie, Kenny. She asks people to do things for her, but she don't feel like she needs them to do anything. And it's not because she's using people. It's just that's all she knows how to do is ask. And she's asking you for something. But the real truth of the matter is that she's not asking you for what she really wants. She's asking you to do something that she needs you to do at that moment. But she really needs people to emotionally understand what her problem was okay and people were very inconsiderate to that situation um that was a part where she was texting the guy across the street and she was supposed to meet him for breakfast tacos now a lot of people get upset i notice people get in their feelings and i notice people will do a whole post about how somebody ghosted them people who are agoraphobic or people who have social anxiety, going on a date is stressful for them. I know for me, I don't like eating in public places. I have not eaten in the public place in a while. I don't like that. I don't like it. I mean, I don't like it even more, but I didn't like it before the pandemic. Um, and I did not care for eating in public places because you're eating where somebody else ate at, and you don't know if the forks or spoons or anything are clean. You don't know who hands is making the lemonade. It's just, you know, it's gross. But with somebody who has agoraphobia, just the thought of going outside is is awful. You know, you see the camera show her like she's getting dizzy. She runs in the hallway. She gets to the elevator and she freaks out and she can't. She just can't bear to do it. She can. It's the hardest thing in the world for her to do. So, right then and there, the story story is set up telling you that you're dealing with somebody who has all the issues. She's agoraphobic. And... She has social anxiety. I'm going to go ahead and throw it in the bag and say she has some form of social anxiety because she does not communicate with people in the proper manner. So already is movie is kind of send this tone. Like, you know, okay, something wrong with shawty. But she still managed to pay the bills. And I would like to say that the apartment she had in that freaking movie was a podcaster's dream. Like, goals for me to have that apartment she had. And the little computer setup that she had, it was just popping. It was great. Everybody she communicated with was through computer. Whether it was through FaceTime or her iPhone. Whether it was a Skype or Zoom. Everybody she communicated with was on something digital. And it's crazy to me because people don't think that this society, we're becoming less of social beings. And we are. We are epically failing at being social beings because... We are using technology and then when we meet people in person, we freeze up and don't know how to communicate with them. So this is what happens. So the next part of the movie is um, Angela, you know, the guy across the street, he was nice enough to come over. And, um, but to me, he was still somewhat inconsiderate to her situation, to her, uh, her uh, disability because she was agoraphobic. Okay. It was like, you know, they she, you know, they got it in. He got what he wanted, and he wanted more from her, but she could not give him that. A lot of y'all talk about y'all issues with people and they're emotionally distanced. A lot of times they're not emotionally distanced because they don't like you. They're emotionally distanced because they don't know how to handle being around you because they don't understand or they don't know how to well they they just don't like being around people or like being around certain people or they get nervous and get anxiety and already assume that you don't care for them so she kind of pushed the guy across the street away even though he wanted to be around her a little bit more That's another thing. Once again, this goes to the things people complain about on social media. You know, not understanding that somebody has a a mental situation, they have a disability, and they're not able to communicate with you the way you want them to communicate with you. But you use that against them, and you call them trash for not being able to do that. It just feels to me. This made me think of the Kanye West situation. Cause y'all all for some reason just think this whole situation is hilarious. But a meltdown is something serious. It's not funny. Y'all think it's just so hilarious that Kanye West is having an emotional breakdown in public. This man is begging for his family back. There's nothing funny about that. Matter of fact, it's scary. And it's scary on both ends. It's scary for him because he might never see his children again. And it's scary for Kim because she don't know what he is going to do. There's nothing funny about a man having an emotional breakdown in public. And I have said it on my other platform. I said that, you know, why doesn't he understand that she wants a divorce and she doesn't want to be with him? And then I started thinking from my perspective, another perspective of why he would not want a divorce is because it's cheaper to keep the bitch. But I think it's so funny and hilarious that this man is losing his family. That's funny to have an emotional breakdown. And it's crazy because social media talks about mental health and mental illness. And y'all still don't quite understand, especially when a celebrity is having an emotional meltdown and is and, 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 and showing out and is going in on everybody because he is trying to get his family back. Same thing with Summer Walker. Y'all over here making fun of Summer Walker for having social anxiety. I'm gonna tell you this. The reason why I am not a pop star is because of social anxiety. Being on stage was so stressful and so anxious for me to where I was like, you know what? I am okay with doing backward. I'm okay with doing things where people don't know who I am, but I'm doing something and I'm making money off of it. I'm okay with that. Y'all, and y'all talk about mental health, but y'all won't let your face have a moment. You think it's so funny. So for me, when I was looking at this movie, it was irritating, but I totally understand because I'm one of those people, where I have said, I didn't want to go somewhere. I don't want to do nothing because of my social anxiety and the people around me didn't understand and thought I was trash and didn't care for them. And it wasn't even that. Now I don't care for you because you made an assumption that I don't like you because I didn't want to be around 20,457 people who may or may not have COVID. Granted, at the time it was not COVID, I just didn't want to catch anything. It, I'm sorry. I didn't want to get sick, get a virus, get a stomach virus. We're dealing with people. And trust me, this year, I made me question my social anxiety even more because, well, not really this year, but the end of last year, I got really sick. And it made my anxiety worse. The first time I've been somewhere in a long time, Was yesterday. And it was to go to the store. And I was nervous about going to the store. Because I didn't want to get the virus. That is a real fear now. So for you hush puppies out there. I was gonna say something else, but I couldn't think of the right curse word. Sorry I call you a hush, puppy. Um, you have to understand that sometimes it's not people don't don't come and see you because they don't like you. Sometimes it's just a simple fact is that they don't like being around people, or they have social anxiety. But you can't take it personal when somebody has social anxiety. Her boyfriend across the street took it personal. He handled her the wrong way. It's like, well, I want to get closer to you. And I felt bad for him because he was a good guy. He was I want to get close to you. Let's go to dinner. Let's just go up the street. Let's just do this. Let's just do that. But it's not that simple for somebody who has social anxiety and agoraphobia. It's not that simple. It's like the Assumption Squad, when it comes to situations like this, y'all are bullies. like, how can you bully someone for having social anxiety? And yes, you are asking for too much when you ask them to go places with you. You are asking for too much. I will tell you as somebody who has anxiety of being around people socially, you're asking for too much. And I hate when people, when you going out with people and they add people, oh my, and then they'll tell you until y'all go to the place, they're like, oh, so-and-so is coming. I don't know so-and-so. I don't know so-and-so hygiene. Ew, gross. No, I'm not coming. It's bad enough I let you in my life and you have questionable hygiene. Then you bring somebody else who may or may not be clean. And yes, I'm oh, I'm very aware that it's, oh, you're overreacting. You're reacting. You have anxiety. But am I really overreacting now that we're in a damn pandemic? No, I'm not. And yes, in this movie, it is set around the pandemic. Because when she goes to the office to tell one of the supervisors about what she heard on the speaker, she was wearing a mask. Now, I don't usually get fussy unless I'm on my podcast. So this is new will be here for me. Yeah. But I just want to talk about this whole situation and, and, and how, you know, what's going on with her. And how people offend you when you do have these situations and you do have a condition like this. And you don't realize they're offending you. You're not taking what they're saying as serious. You're not understanding why they feel that way. You don't get it. And with agoraphobia, a lot of times people don't want to leave the house because something happened to them when they are outside the house. Now, the part that irritated me about this movie when it came to dealing with Angela and her agoraphobia was the fact that They didn't go into details about what happened to her. So apparently, something happened to her in a park. Nobody, it was, they didn't specify what happened to her in the park. They didn't tell her what, tell you what happened to her in the park. They just said that something happened to her in the park. Let's talk about that. Because they, I mean, I don't know what the hell is going on with character development in movies. I don't, I don't. I don't. If you're going to tell the story, tell the whole story to why she has agoraphobia, and then to me, I felt like they made the agoraphobia worse because she got attacked in her own house. But of course, in movie, magically you get rid of that phobia because you went through something even worse than what you went before that put you in that place to begin with, which makes you question why bring up a mental health issue which is agoraphobia, which is the fear of leaving the house, right? So why bring up agoraphobia if the person is going to be forced to get out the house to get out of a situation? And you think it automatically is cured by that. No, she still would have anxiety from her freaking person who's looked at her across the street being stabbed in front of her face. And I felt like this movie kind of handled agoraphobia wrong. Just like the other movie they did. What's her name? Amy Fisher? Was it Amy Fisher? Amy Fisher? Not Amy Fisher. Amy Adams. I put Isla Fisher and Amy Adams' name together. Amy Adams, where she played a character who had agoraphobia. And basically... The same thing like this movie all of a sudden the agoraphobia went away agoraphobia does not go away overnight it's a step-by-step situation it's just like quitting smoking quitting drinking stop doing drugs it's a situation to where you have to do it step by step it don't just go away because you heard a woman get sexually assaulted on air, and then you have to leave the house to fix the situation. That's just not how it works. But when you look at a character like this, a lot of y'all, because y'all go on social media and say somebody ghosted me, somebody wanna talk to me, someone wanna be around me, Keep it back in your mind, they possibly have agoraphobia and they possibly have social anxiety because they don't want to be around someone they're not familiar with. And there's a whole freaking pandemic out there. Nobody wants your corona. Unless it's the beer. Nobody wants your ailment. Nobody wants your sickness. Nobody wants that from you. But this movie shows that how you need to be considerate to the fact that people have these conditions, have these situations. and It is not easy as one, two, three to walk out the house, get an Uber and to do stuff. While we're talking about it, let's talk about this pandemic for a split second. We're not going to go into the grimy details or whatever, but I want to talk about this pandemic in a split second. I want to talk about that. This pandemic alone is the worst nightmare of a germaphobe, of somebody with agoraphobia, and somebody with social anxiety. I am one of those people where once again, I was a germaphobe before this thing popped off. So imagine living in a world to where you had to deal with a pandemic, and you already walking around with baby wipes. This is the worst sci fi horror film ever. And then the government does not know what to do with this. And if you want to know my real true feelings about this, (laughs) listen to my other podcast, Lady Tiffany Ma. These Walls Are Thin. I break it down. We talk about the conspiracy theories and the truth behind them. Okay. I mean, this pandemic alone is going to send a lot of people to therapy. I mean, let's I'm, let's I'm gonna talk about a little bit of something that is fact, okay? I was watching this movie about Howard Hughes. You don't know who Howard Hughes is? Everybody has Google, okay? Howard Hughes is an aviator. So Howard Hughes was raised by somebody that was a germaphobe. Okay, And I, this is why you Google him because you know he was one of those people who was a severe germaphobe. He eventually became agoraphobic, which that affected his money, of course, because he was an aviator. Um, he, he was raised by a mother who I think grew up during the whole spanish flu epidemic okay y'all notice a lot of times they talk about the spanish flu when you try to compare this girl my conspiracy theories almost came out of me um (laughs) they try to compare this situation to the spanish flu honey they didn't have social media like we did okay Some of y'all tell the whole world y'all have COVID. Okay? We know just because of social media who has COVID and who don't have COVID thanks to Big Mouths on social media. Okay? It wasn't like that back then. All right? During the Spanish flu. Okay? Howard Hughes was raised During the Spanish flu. If I'm not mistaken. If I got that wrong. Either he was raised or his mother was raised. During the Spanish flu. So because of the Spanish flu alone. This probably normal. Outgoing. Funny. Happy woman. Became. Agoraphobic. And taught her child how to be agoraphobic. And he grew up with a mental illness because of the Spanish flu, okay? So, whatever epidemic went down when he was younger, okay? I'm gonna have to get the facts straight on this one. But here, we don't talk about history. We just talk, we just talk to be talking. Um,. Epidemic that happened when he was a kid it scared his mother into scaring him to be like that okay so you're gonna have a generation of children who are going to be too scared to go anywhere too scared to eat in public too scared to do a lot of things because of this pandemic Now, in our society, We have made agoraphobia and social anxiety worse because you don't have to go out your house to get a job anymore. You don't have to go out your house to get any food anymore. Somebody will bring it to the door to you. If you work at home, the company will have somebody bring you the computer or the laptop and whatever you need to work. Okay. You can uh, cash your check by taking a picture of it or have the company transition it to your bank. You can do that. We don't have to have any contact with each other because of how the society is rolling. So we are not going to adjust to life after a pandemic properly like everybody did during the Spanish flu of 1918. And the reason why is because We can make money just sending it home on a computer as we speak. That's a mess, right? We're not going to properly adjust to society or adjust to people anymore. And a matter of fact, we have become a society of people who are very inconsiderate to each other's emotions, and it's not because we don't like people. Because everybody say I don't like people. It's not that you don't like people. You just don't like the baggage that people come with, and a lot of times it's the germy part of the people that you don't like dealing with. Whether it's them being sick, whether them having COVID, anything it has to do is not necessarily because you don't like the person. It's because of The virus, they might have. Because in 18 in 1918, they had to get over it. Okay, technology was advanced as it is now. Now you ain't got to deal with people even after this thing fly over.